Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Conventional wisdom will have you believe that you have to produce a podcast every single week. Oi, yeah, here's the, here's the thing. That's not true, businesses. I'll give you a better way. Hello and welcome to another podcast, Pontifications, with me, Evo Terra. You've probably heard that conventional wisdom out there that says you must release your podcast on a regular basis, but you don't have to. That's the good news. You, 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 don't have, you don't have to do that. See, that myth came about because it's what most podcasts do, but most podcasts are made by hobbyists. Most of those hobbyists are doing what I like to call playing at radio. Or they're looking at traditional media like television, which comes out on a re- weekly basis. Or perhaps they were bloggers previously, or even newsletter publishers. And they're used to that cadence, where they're talking to their audience on a regular basis. And that might make sense for them, as a hobbyist. But does it make sense for your business? There are better ways forward. We're going to talk about those today on this here program, right? Because unless your business is a business based around publishing, you're going to find that trying to do a weekly podcast or even a fortnightly podcast is hard to keep up week after week. It's that thing that doesn't really fit into a business's schedule. Unless, of course, a business is built around doing weekly cadences, then that's a different thing altogether. But in my experience, a lot of businesses out there are a little different. They're not built around pushing a piece of content out each and every week. But I think those places can still have podcasts. They still have a podcast that extols the benefit of their business. We need to break out of the mindset of let's do what every other podcast does to refocus on let's do what's right for our business. So I'm going to give you three different methods you might employ on this program. Ooh, and even better, I'm going to give you three amazing benefits you'll get when you follow these three non-traditional publishing cadences for your business-focused, your brand-based podcast. All right. Number one is what I call event-based. Is there an event on your calendar that you are going to either attend, your business people are going to attend, you are going to put on perhaps, or maybe there's an event that's just in your industry that your customers know about. Something is happening on the horizon that your customers, your employees, your competitors, your industry is interested in. 
if that's the case, if there is an event that meets those criteria for the people who you want to listen to your podcast, for the highly focused people you want to have listening to your show, you can build a podcast that is catered to that, or perhaps those, event. And you can build content for that event that culminates either on that event, the day of that event, or the time of that event, or perhaps just before that event, maybe even a recap of that event. But that event becomes the thing that you are marching toward. And you are producing content, not just during that event, although I suppose that's an option, but I mean leading up to that event that cements your businesses, your brand's identity and position as a thought leader around that event. And I'm not suggesting you just put out a single episode on the day of the event. No, you can do a big lead up. Maybe you do a weekly release for six weeks before the event. Although, I don't know. When are people making plans to attend this event? When are they thinking about the event? When are they talking about the event? Get involved with that entire process and make sure that you're making content that fits that need. That's number one. Number two is kind of like that, but more on a recurring basis, which I call cycle-based. Now, a cycle-based is something that occurs on a regular basis, repeatedly, over and over again. It doesn't have to be an event. It could be an event if an event is, you know, happening every two weeks, maybe. Well, that's too much. <laughs> but on a regular basis, then an event might work. But the cycle here is think seasons as in the seasons of the weather, of the fall changing leaves. But think about business cycles. When are people purchasing equipment? When are they making decisions about equipment? When is the news cycle ramping up around your industry? What are the natural cycles that your business, your entity, your brand, your industry goes through on a regular basis? Do you have a low season? Do you have a high season? What's happening out there? Do you have all-you-can-eat fish? <laughs> Whatever. That happens every single March. Okay. And then something else that's happening in April. Look at your calendar. Look at the way your business is planned around that. And work your podcast with that as well. Building episodes that lead up to those cycles. Building episodes that talk about what happened when that cycle was over in the transition period. Again, it doesn't have to be on a weekly basis. The third thing I want you to think about, and then we'll get into some benefits coming in just a moment. The third thing is content-based. Because there, even though you are not in business of publishing, like you're not a newspaper, you're not a magazine, even though you're not in the business of publishing things on a regular basis, well, maybe there are some things that you're publishing. Maybe every fall you put out this big, deep white paper. We talked about white papers on yesterday's show. That goes into a deep dive of the industry. Maybe you maybe you do that, and you've got this piece of content you're, that you're already doing. Or maybe you have other content you've produced, maybe a series of videos, and you want to build podcasts around those, the making of, the helping to get people to understand what went into this and why you're doing that, some additional bonus content, if you will, director's cut type stuff. Content-based. What's the content you're producing that's not a podcast? And how can you make podcast episodes to support that content you're producing? Now, when you do these three things, or something like them, event-based, cycle-based, or content-based, as opposed to weekly, fortnightly, monthly publishing, 
you get three benefits, I think. The first one is that marketing is so much easier. It's easier to build a campaign around these less frequent cycles. And the reason it's easier is that it's hard to come up with content every single week to try and promote your podcast. It's a little fatigue building for you, for your marketing team, even for the listeners. So marketing gets easier because now you can build campaigns around what it is that you're doing and producing. Two, it also allows you to promote this content much easier. Just like marketing, you get burned out trying to find out a way to market next week's episode versus last week's episode. Same thing promotion-wise. It's hard to say the same things again and again and again. And I don't mean marketing and promotion are two different things. They're, They're similar, but they're very different things. You're easier, it's easier to come up with ways to promote content. You can plan out your promotions much better when it's not just, oh, you know, next Friday is the day. And the third and final piece of advice I have for you on the benefit of that is it allows for much easier repurposing of content. I mean, let's face it, for a weekly show, there's only limited number of places where a weekly episode, a weekly produced episode can go. You get, again, same thing that fatigues the marketers and promoters. It also fatigues those who are trying to repackage and repurpose your content. But if you're only releasing a handful, you're not releasing 52 episodes or even 25 or 12, but maybe there's only six episodes you're doing. That's much easier to repurpose. Videos, medium articles, a CD you mail out to your people, whatever. Your opportunities are much greater. You see, there's more to podcasting than just the weekly idea. There's more to podcasting for businesses and brands than what you're probably seeing when you look at the podcasting landscape. I'd love to help you with this. This is what I do. I help businesses think through all of these things. Get in touch with me, evo at podcastlaunch.pro. You can go to podcastlaunch.pro to see a list of all the services I offer to my clients. I'll be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com.
If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.